So our guest is uh, Victor Komarovsky, who's a member of Generation Zero, um, which is a youth legal organisation, a group founded with the central purpose of providing solutions to cutting carbon pollution in New Zealand. Um, and it was kind of built out of the frustration of watching governments do nothing to solve climate change. So Victor, welcome to the show. Thanks very much. Yeah, that's, uh, that's a great introduction for Generation Zero. Um, we, we try and focus not on the, uh, the frustration of what's not being done, but try and focus on the positives of what we can do. True, and you guys have been pretty awesome at doing that over the years. Uh, we try our best. I can't claim too much of it, but uh, I'm getting my teeth stuck in now. So how did you get caught up in this uh, crusading climate organisation? Um, I actually heard about Generation Zero just after it started in 2011. Um, they had quite a big presence in, at Otago University, where I was, and um, I just sort of fell in love with the enthusiasm and the, and the vibrancy with which they talked about climate change as, as an opportunity to get stuck in and to, to make some positive change. And, um, and there were just so many really inspiring young people, all my age, that were really sticking it to politicians and, and the big guys and, and saying, look, this is, this is what we're going to do. So, so was, it wasn't the fear of you know, impending doom that is climate change that motivated you, or was, the, was it the excitement of um, solutions? Or? Yeah, it's a bit of both, you know. <laughs> There's definitely some fear around there, but you can't dwell on that. I mean, it's, it's easy to become quite disillusioned by the climate crisis, so you can't dwell on, on the fear too much. You have to look, look at what you can do and, and keep fo- focusing on that stuff. Do you think, is there anything that's particularly exciting for you that you think New Zealand could do, like a, sort of a change that you would love to see that would help with climate change? Particular to New Zealand? Well, I, I think we're in a really good space from, a, from an entre, entrepreneurial space. Um, I'm seeing a lot of really great things come out, um, great climate positive initiatives come out. For example, at the Climathon um, weekend just gone, I, I see you did a piece on it last week, and that was um, a really cool 24-hour um, hackathon to come up with climate solutions. Um, and I think, you know, Wellington's leading the way in the world in the Climathon. We had 120 people there, way more than any other city in the world. Wow. And, um, and I think New Zealand should really start making the most of that we should really start leveraging our entrepreneurial spirit and um, and getting some climate solutions from New Zealand and, and becoming leaders. Yeah. Do you, did you notice anything cool coming out of the the climathon? Like, was there any? Specific? Oh, heaps heaps of cool stuff. But you know, you've only got effectively twelve hours to kick an idea around. So um, it's all early stage stuff. It's all um, it's all just yeah, yeah. great ideas. Um, and and I think lots of people are trying to get their teeth stuck into those ideas now and and see. Will it really work? How can we invalidate it fast and, and um, yeah, really give it a good go? So do you think there is a, a stronger momentum in New Zealand for taking action on climate change? Or is it, do you, do you see some movements in the government or, or is it just in these sort of community initiatives? Um, there's a little bit of movement in the government, but I'm not going to give them too much credit. Uh, you know, we had a, a pretty bad run in terms of the emission trading, emission trading scheme, um, We've got some pretty unambitious targets, but it is slowly starting to improve. Definitely not fast enough. Um, you know, there, there's a lot of a lot of room for improvement from a, a New Zealand leadership point of view. Yeah. 
Um, so you said that segues nicely into something that you guys have started doing, um, which seems quite impressive. So I understand that Generation Zero is actually writing its own law um, or its own bill, um, which is you're going to give to the government, um, and it's supposed to sort of encourage them to start cutting emissions. Can you can you explain? exactly what this this law would do? I can try my best. I'm not a policy person, but we call it the Zero Carbon Act, and basically it, it sets, it's the framework and the motivation for cutting our greenhouse ga- gas emissions right down to zero, and in fact um, becoming a net zero uh, greenhouse gas emitter by 2050. Um, so how it works is it sets a target of net zero greenhouse gas emissions by 2050. It sets interim targets to sort of get us down to that point um, in steps. Um, it establishes an independent climate commission, which reports to the parliament as a whole and um, advises the, the climate change minister on um, what those interim targets should be and what are the policy um, items that should contribute to cutting emissions um, and that Climate Commission reports on the government's progress. Um, and, and basically the any government um, has legal obligation to fulfil the long-term targets and the um, interim targets. And so, so is there no obligation, is there no sort of law in place at the moment that says you actually have to cut emissions or, or that you're responsible for that? Yeah, that's right. We have... We have um, we have some targets here in New Zealand, um, like I said, pretty unambitious. Those those targets are international commitments, but there's no real obligation to fulfil those, um, and uh, you know, other than international pressure. And certainly, there's no plan to actually fulfil those unambitious targets in any case. So, really, we think at Generation Zero, there's room for first of all some more ambitious targets, and secondly. Um, a framework for ensuring that we meet them. So, so say say the government loves your idea and they they enacted this new law that you guys have written. Um, would that mean that we could sue the government if they you know failed to do anything? If they were lazy? Yeah. So, or is this getting into total legal <laughs> expert? I, I think I'm probably jump, jumping the gun a little bit here, but certainly they have a legal obligation in the court of law, and they also have um, that publicly accountable in the in the court of public opinion um, and I'll bring it back a little bit we're, we're modeling this zero carbon act on the UK um, climate change act 2008 um, which which is a pretty similar framework that's our model so this um, has been done in other countries already it has been yep so um, the UK has um, a climate change act and their government is also responsible for meeting their long-term target of um, 80% emissions reductions by 2050 um, and they've met all their interim targets so far, but it's looking like they're not quite going to make the next sort of um, next eight and ten year carbon budgets. So they've got this policy gap that they that they really need to get on top of, and there's a huge amount of public backlash for them to do so. So they're really being held accountable in the court of public opinion, and we think that that's you know of course that's the most powerful court there mm-hmm. is in terms of the government. So. Sure, a politician will listen to to that. Yeah. And is the is the are people challenging them in the courts as well, or do you think is that possible if if um, they don't do anything to fix that you know, that gap in their plan? Yeah, I think it is entirely possible. Um, I'm not entirely sure what's happening at the moment in the UK. I th- 
Mm. I have a feeling there might be um, a case against the UK government by um, by one group called. Um, uh, no, I forget the name. You don't have to be on top of all the international yeah, no. relations. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think there are, there might be some legal action going on in the background there. Cool. And so, do you think that the government will take this on? They have to. In New Zealand? Yeah, they absolutely have to. Why do they uh, have to? They have to because the, the the science the science tells us clearly that we have to get to net zero greenhouse gas uh, gas emissions by 2050, um, if not earlier. So there, there's really no other option than to make that a, a priority and to make it a, make the people responsible for getting there accountable. I think. Um, I think there is no other option. Of course, there's different models of how that might work, but um, we think this model, based on the UK Climate Change Act 2008, is the best model to to do that, to set the target and to hold leaders accountable. Um, that's pretty cool. And so, wh- what are you guys going to do to raise its profile and to you know, get the ear of politicians who have to accept it? That's right, yeah. So we have to really build public mandate for this um, in order for it to be sort of taken on, hopefully as a government bill. Um, and and really that's just about getting everyone talking about it, creating a groundswell. So, you know, I'm on radio now. We're, we're doing lots of presentations. We're having lots of discussions with um, experts around Wellington and around the country. We've got people from, I think, Generation Zero members from six or seven centres in New Zealand um, working on the Zero Carbon Act, um, really trying to raise the profile publicly um, while also refining down what will be in this bill um, specifically in terms of the different policies. So it's a huge task and we're really hoping that um, everyone and and anyone will get on board and and help us spread the word because that's the only way that we're going to get it on the table. And is it it just... You know, you guys, a bunch of young people writing this law, or do you have a bunch of legal experts as well who are coming on board and helping you? Thankfully, some people have committed to helping us out. I don't think, you know, we're, we're a bunch of sort of 25, 26-year-olds who've never written law before. Um, how hard it's a could big, it be? <laughs> how hard could it be, exactly. No, we, um, the policy team have done an awesome job coming up with an initial consultation document on the different policy areas. Um, they've done a huge amount of research on the different legal models, particularly the UK Climate Change Act, um, and they've, they've come up with 41 consultation questions on policy. That's now gone out to um, sort of dozens of experts, particularly in Wellington, um, who, who can help us refine that down into some, some core elements of, of the bill. Um, and and obviously we'll have some legal experts to help us actually draft the bill, cool. um, hopefully by the turn of the year. And I know that when they when they were promoting this bill in the UK, um, they had lots, a few celebrities jump on board as well. Someone like like Tom York from Radiohead. Have you guys have you guys managed to convince any celebrity backers yet? I'm not any sure. All Blacks <laughs> on the line or? Oh, I'm not sure their profile's high enough at the moment to, to get them on board, and no, I shouldn't say that. Um, um, no, uh, as far as I know, we don't have any um, uh, celebrities, although we've got a lot of um, expert heavyweights on board, that probably not quite as sexy as the celebrity um, stance, but we'll try our best to, to, to go through any angle we can. And we think the Again, the UK model was a great one for the groundswell. You know, not only did they draft the bill themselves um, as a volunteer organisation, they also started this groundswell movement and 
um, they just created huge public um, support for it. And so we're using their um, engagement with with public as a model too for how we're going to do it. Cool. Were they were they particularly innovative or? Um, I'm not sure I can answer that. I don't know the specifics, but but I know that they just um, they really um, did a lot of great things. They had gigs, they had um, um, you know public presentations. They, they they had a lot of fun stuff um, and a lot right. of celebrity endorsements. Cool. So I guess before we go, we should ask if people are listening and they want to get involved and help Generation Zero out in producing this and getting support for it. What what can they do? Yeah, there's a please, please get involved. There's <laughs> there's a huge number of ways you can get involved. Um, firstly, just just get in contact. Um, you can find us on Facebook, Generation Zero, or go to generationzero.org. Um, just get in contact with anyone you can find who's part of Generation Zero and say, "I want to help." Um, we can start the conversation. Um, you know, w- what what side do you want to be on? Do you want to help with some nitty gritty policy stuff, or like most people, do you actually want to help with the the public engagement stuff. Some stunts and... Some, well, stunts, you know, um, spreading the word, presentations, going to um, local community groups, trying to build support in, in your networks um, and, and really just just talking about it, making this making this the, the most important thing that we have to talk about um, this year and, and just really spreading the word. Cool. Well, best of luck to you guys. It sounds really impressive and a really ambitious undertaking. So, yeah. Thanks very much. Thanks.